welcome back to the Cory Doctorow podcast, the annual Christmas Daddy Daughter edition. With me today is my very special guest, Posey Emmeline Fibonacci Nautilus Taylor Doctorow, who is now how many years old? 14. 14 years old. And mom is out of town today. She's at a conference in Seattle. I'm jet lagged. I've been up since 2.30 in the morning. And um, I was about to go to the public pool across the street this morning. And then I ran back into the house and screamed, Posey, Posey, come help because... Your office flooded. And then what happened? What happened to my things? They were fine. They were not fine. Many of my books, dozens and dozens of my books were ruined. They weren't ruined. They just got wet. Waterlogged books are, in fact, ruined. All of my books are waterlogged and I still None of your books are waterlogged. They all got wet because I always spill my water in my backpack. Uh, I don't think that is the same thing. Yes, it is. Not even close. Anyway, after we piled up all the books and got everything up off the floor, I went to the pool and swam, and then I came back, and we went for a hike where? Switzer Falls. Which is in which national park? Angeles National Forest. Forest. Correct. So normally we go to Switzer Falls, and it's quite a long walk. We walk all the way to the top of the waterfall, and sometimes we go up a little ways further than that. But today we could only get about halfway because... Uh, the river, like went up yeah because the rain the water was running really fast and dangerous and we would have been swept to our death if we tried to ford it at the place where you have to ford it to continue on are you gonna say we wouldn't be swept to our death we wouldn't be swept to our death i see you need to speak a little more loudly my darling we wouldn't be swept to our death very good so as is our usual custom i'm gonna ask you to talk about what's going on in your life so can you tell me what kind of music you're listening to these days? Who are your favorite artists? I like Fleetwood Mac, and I also like Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Eminem and Snoop Dogg. You like Cypress Hill, too, right? We've been listening I to a lot of that in the car. I Cypress Hill and like forever. Oh, okay. Fair. And um, what is your favorite TV show? You have a new favorite TV show. I like South Park. And even though it's full of obnoxious and offensive jokes? Yeah, it's really funny. And how many seasons have you watched now? 25. And how many seasons are there? 25. So you have now seen every episode, is that true? Yes. And you had another favorite animated series that I liked a lot better than South Park this year, and that had a second season. Oh, you did like that one too, but no, that one has had like a million seasons. No, I'm thinking of one that's got a lot of sex jokes in it. Big Mouth? Yeah. Big Mouth has six seasons. Six seasons. Why, does it, why did I think it only had two? And who's your favorite character on Big Mouth? Lola. And why do you like Lola? Because <laughs> she's funny. Yeah, I see. And um, you were, what was going to happen? You were going to, I was going to ask you about South Park, right? Is that the plan? That's sure. our interview this year? You don't want to explain, like, how to do something no. this year. Okay, so... Um, what is the premise of South Park for people who might not have seen it? Like, what's the scenario? Like. Yeah. Like, what is it about? It's mostly about, like, these four boys. Uh, their names are Eric and Kenny and Stan and Kyle. And they are, like, it's just, like, kind of their everyday, like, adventures. But they always have, like, something stupid to say. Or they're, like, doing something crazy. And it's really funny. And they tell a lot of kind of risque, off-color jokes. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, 
Can you tell us about some memorable episodes? What are some plots that you've liked? You say you like the older plots more, is that yeah, right? Yeah, I like the first, like, three seasons best. I liked the first episode when Cartman gets abducted by aliens. I also like the episodes where... Oh, I forget what the plot was, but I think Stan's head got really big. It got, like, inflated, and he was, like, a different... He was, like, a different person. That was really funny. You like the ones that are, like, less about current affairs, is that right? Yeah. More just weird scenarios? Yeah. I liked the one where they had a teacher who was, like, a... I think she was, like, an FBI agent. And she was, like, shooting people. But she was just a teacher. Right. So you like the sort of broad, silly humor more than the yeah. more than the topical humor. How about with Big Mouth? What what did you like about Big Mouth? Like, tell us about uh, your favorite character. Lola is yeah. my favorite character because she's really funny and she's really stupid. She's kind of like Cartman. Cartman is Eric, right? Yeah, Eric Cartman. She's kind of like Eric Cartman because they're both kind of stupid and they both make kind of rude jokes sometimes, but they're like really funny. And I really like Lola. Because she's kind of, she's got like a weird, she's like a, got a unique story that like all the other characters have like sort of similar stories. But I think her story, her backstory is like way cooler. Because she's got like a mom who's like not there and then she lives with her parole officer and it's really funny. And um, you've been doing a lot of writing this year. You, you're writing mom a Christmas present, right? Yeah. What's that story about? I can't tell. Mom won't hear this. She never listens to my podcast. Okay, well, make sure she doesn't listen to this. Um, okay, basically, what if they steal my idea? They won't steal your idea. Besides, the ideas are easy, execution is hard. This is a good story. You should you should okay, tell it. Well, tell them that I copyright it. <laughs> oh, Posey. Basically, it's about um, this guy, and he's got two kids, and they move. Well, they, they live in New York. Is this going to be too long? No, you can tell the story. They live in New York... Um, but the mom just died, and they can't live in New York anymore on a one-income fa- household, so they have to move. And they find this town uh, on the other side of the country that's, like, randomly perfect. And it's kind of similar to, like, the town from Don't Worry Darling, or, like, that kind of thing where it's, like, a very perfect, like, they're all in unison, all their houses look the same, all they, they all have the same car, they all work for the same company. And um, he... It's kind of not his thing because he like he lives in New York and New York's not like that at all. But it's a lot cheaper to live there and all the houses are a lot cheaper. And the jobs pay like way more than his old job. So he decides to move there and he gets there and everybody kind of is like a little scarily perfect, but it's not that big of a deal. And um, it's only like a thousand people in the town. It's a very small town. And so he goes to work, and all the people at work are kind of weird, but they're just, like, perfect weird. And the kids don't really like the school, and the school is, like, 200 people, and it's K-12. through And so one day, he gets a letter from the school that says there's, like, a seasonal little disease going around, like, kind of like a seasonal flu. And I, it's called something else. And basically, it only affects the kids, and it um, it doesn't... Like, they didn't really tell you anything about it, but they just said that, like, the flu was going around. And so he asked the people at work, and they were like, oh, yeah, that doesn't ever affect any of our kids. Like, you're not in trouble at all. It's fine. And so he sends his kids to school every day still. And there's, like, tests you can take when you get home. So every day when the kids get home, they take a test. And then 
one day the twins get home and one of them tests positive for it and so he calls the school and he's like should i still send her to school and they said yeah you should but he's kind of confused because he's like well the other kids in the class that got it don't go to school why would my kid go to school but he doesn't really question it he sends her to school anyway and then the next day when she goes to school when she gets back on the bus the two twins it's the twin that didn't have it gets back and then just some other girl and he thinks that like this is just some random girl that accidentally got off on the wrong stop. And this girl doesn't really look like the other twin, but she's got, like, you know, brown hair and brown eyes, and, like, they're about the same height. And so he's like, there must have been some sort of confusion. And he calls the school, and he's like, I think the bus driver dropped off the wrong person at my house. And they're like, no, they didn't. Like, it's definitely your kid. And he's like, well, this isn't my kid. And he's like, he's asking the kid, like, who are you? And she says, like, I'm your kid. And he's really confused because he doesn't know who this is. And he asks all the neighbors... And he calls the police and everyone's telling him, like, this is your kid. Are you going crazy? And he's like, doesn't want to be sent to a psych ward. So he's like, no, 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 I'm not crazy. And then basically, this is kind of like a gap in the story. I don't know what I'm going to put here. But then basically the end is like going to be how this town is like super secluded from the rest of the world. And that's why it's so small. And there's a certain disease that goes around this town every year that's only ever been recorded in this town. But all of the people in the town are so inbred that they've gotten immune to it. So every couple of years, they like put the town, a house in the town on the market, and they let one person, one family move in and wait for the kids to get the disease. And then the government takes the kids away to test on them. Um, but the test that they do usually kills the kids. So after the previous kid that got it dies, then they uh, usually the families move away and they can put the house up for sale again. So I really like that. That's a good creepy story. You've been liking some creepy movies lately, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, you, you've written Christmas stories for us before. I think this is one of your your better ones, and the other ones are quite good as well. And you told me you're going to write me one too. Is that right? Mm, yeah. I don't know if I'll have time to make it that good though. Well, it better be pretty good, or I'm going to be pretty sad. Well, um, so I guess what are your other interests that we should let everyone know about? You're still riding horses. Yeah. And you just uh, took third in a competition. Yeah. And I like Midsummer. You like Midsummer, that's right. And you've got an after-school activity you do now. That's besides horses, a class you go to. What's that? Dance. Correct. And you also join the dance team at school, right? No. Oh, a dance class at school. Yeah. Dance too. And you're going to do like the dance performance again this year? Yeah, I think we have to. What's your favorite kind of dance? I like hip hop, and I also like ballet. That's quite a combination. And you found a language you like to learn at school. What's that? Uh, sign language. Can you sign it? Not for the podcast. <laughs> you're pretty good at sign language, though, right? Mm, I don't know, I guess. I, you're pretty good at it. Um, well, I think that's like a good kind of catch-up of all the things that have happened in the last year since we last did this, all the developments in your life. It's been a, quite a fun year to be your dad, I have to say. Um, you told me that you were going to sing with me this time and that we could sing Jingle Bells again. Is that right? Fine. Uh, are you going to lead or am I? You. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three, four, dashing Jingle. through Wait. the... <laughs> it's Jingle Bells. Oh, you're right. Okay. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three, four, Jingle, jingle Bells. Jingle, jingle What key are we singing in? My key. Go. Uh, well, jingle. at least... 
Sing it and I'll come in. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Honey, that's a drone. Let's try it again. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Pick up the pace now. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh or the fields we go laughing all the way ha 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 bells on bobtails ring making spirits bright oh what fun it is to laugh and sing a swinging song tonight oh jingle bell jingle bell jingle all the way oh what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh hey jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way oh what fun it is to ride in a one horse oh and slay dun 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 oh yeah and then we do the jazz hands alright <laughs> happy Christmas happy Hanukkah Quasi Kwanzaa Quasi Kwanzaa talk to you guys all uh, well I'll talk to you next month but Posey will talk to you again next year when she will be how old? 15 15 years old alright it's been great doing this again Thanks for listening. I hope you have a great holiday. Bye, fam. (laughs) You've been listening to the Cory Doctorow Podcast, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, share-alike US 3.0. Or as Woody Guthrie put it in another context, this song is copyrighted in the US under seal of copyright 154085 for a period of 28 years, and anyone caught singing it without our permission will be a mighty good friend of ours, because we don't give a dern. Publish it, write it, sing it, swing to it, yodel it. We wrote it. That's all we wanted to do. Many thanks to John Taylor Williams for mastering. That's Rynex Studio, W-R-Y-N-E-C-K Studio at gmail.com. John Taylor Williams is a full-time self-employed audio engineer, producer, composer, and sound designer. In his free time, he makes beer, jewelry, odd musical instruments, and furniture. He likes to meditate, to read, and to cook. Talk to you next week.